Southfield is actually an acronym for South Place Right in North God's Fun is Everywhere Like Deer. Live to a hard drive from the 16th floor of the Hammond's Tower. You're listening to Spring Food Mo, America's mm. number one podcast about restaurants in Springfield, Missouri. Almost gave us an a boot there. A boot. Springfield, Missouri, province of British Columbia. Well, we are America's number one podcast, and of mm. course, we we we're a cultured uh, European folks, so we include uh, South America, North America, all of it. Mm-hmm. We lump it all together. <laughs> what if Canada's got a podcast about restaurants in Springfield, Missouri, up there? Not enough poutine, eh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they do have a Springfield resident living up there, old, old Dakota. Oh yeah, that's Dakota's right. up there in uh in the Great White North. Surely not still listening. Mm, no, no, <laughs> not at all. Oh, we should try to start <laughs> franchising this out to other areas of the world. That's mm. a really good idea. Yeah, uh, you know what? I wonder how many food podcasts in other places we've inspired. Mm. <laughs> Hundreds, uh, just easily. one, one fake Twitter is, is about oh is about the only thing we've inspired. Uh, let's not get into the fake Twitter, please, Andy. Andy yeah, that's your name, right? Uh huh. Did you get to that? Did you uh, get I think that I far? did. Yeah, Andy. What's Carr. your name? My name, of course, is Dan Howell, and Andy. You can go anytime. <laughs> Yeah, uh-huh. uh-huh. He, mm-hmm. He's going for the record. He does do this. We'll take mm. a deep breath and just not talk. I think he's going for the longest pause you can get away with. <laughs> well, my name is Dan Howell, and uh, you looked so tired, Dan. God's fun is everywhere like deer. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Andy, I am tired, and I'm, I'm tired because I have not eaten at all the restaurants here in our beautiful town. Of Springfield, Missouri. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We got up extra early today to go mm-hmm. try a special one out. The Tower Club members can hear about this Friday. I drove all across town. He did. To to check out uh, the this non-restaurant in Springfield, Missouri. We went to a place that only sells corn and t-shirts related to corn. <laughs> oh. So if you want to hear a real corny episode, Subscribe to the Tower Club for five dollars wow. a month. Half of which goes to Ozarks Food Harvest to help fight hunger in the in the Ozarks. Wow, to, to uh, help fight hunger in the Ozarks. Yeah, it's what it does. <laughs> so Andy, yeah, if you want to hear bonus episode Friday, do that. Hunger Ozarks. We've got this. <laughs> that was not a bird. That was in a giant fruit fly. Wow, they're still here. And I do want to thank all of the the people who gave me hints. And if you look around the tower now, you're going to find bowls of uh, apple cider vinegar mixed with dish mm-hmm. soap, which is working. And I do, in fact, have a bowl full of bugs, as the Instagram commenter said that I would. And uh, they're still here. And that's still nice, so too, because then, you know, you got rid of the fruit, fruit flies. You got dinner. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like Batman, dude. You know, like if Batman... Uh, <laughs> Eight, eight flies like bats do. You ever considered being a superhero, Dan? Be, being a Batman? Wait, wait, wait. Are, there's a Springfield Batman already. Are, are you the Springfield Batman? And, I mean, if I'm super, if I'm Springfield Batman, honestly, I'm a little ticked. <laughs> wait, if, I mean, you just get a key. I'm gonna be city. real. I got the key, and then like they just start naming new given capes out willy-nilly when i'm all i'm already the guy with the cape and and this guy i hear is really nice and i would never reveal his identity but i hear he's great (laughs) i I mean if you're if you're not the batman maybe maybe you could be captain springfield 
you know, uh, some good people have been Captain Springfield. Three, three, three good people have done that. <laughs> we got Crystal Quaid in there. Uh, Missouri House of Representatives. Uh, a one-time almost guest on Springfield. Yeah, Mountain. well. We, we tried. We tried our best. And yeah. Then we, well, you know, sometimes those connections in your life fade out. Sometimes so. bridges just get broken up with. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and of course, also Matt Simpson of The Simpson. Um, the Simpson. Is it true that um, former Captain Springfields can't be in the same room at the same time <laughs> in case there were some sort of strike against the, the Captain Springfields. <laughs> yeah. sure. And you've got sort of a designated survivor Captain Springfield, which I'm honored to have taken <laughs> that mantle. I, I advised you against getting the uh, Captain Springfield face tattoo, but uh, and, and, and they all said uh, this is not required. Please don't do it. Please, <laughs> please don't do this. Please don't do this please uh, uh which who did the tattoo who which one of them did the tattoo for you crystal i mean she's got the tattoo gun but she's not she's so you you toss crystal quaid 20 bucks to give me a captain springfield tattoo <laughs> yeah, no, it was crystal quaid did it as a stick and poke yeah oh yeah she did it herself yeah yeah <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs> yeah the old guitar string and uh you uh, your playing cards for the ink and boy is is my jaw infected <laughs> <laughs> still gonna vote for her though oh absolutely yeah. I don't, actually i don't think she's your district but you know no, i mean the line work <laughs> is beautiful it's just it wasn't i mean she you know it wasn't clean uh, i think we need to make an adjustment to the canon uh, with regards to crystal quaid not coming on the show uh from here on out she she's not coming on because of anything that happened in my personal life but uh, she's not coming on because of uh, COVID nineteen. That's that's the reason. Uh, she was going to be on our, our live show, the last live show we had booked and had to cancel. <laughs> I just we're going to have to reboot this thing again after COVID. Mm-hmm. Well, what we need to do is just have like three weekends in a row. We do second anniversary, third anniversary, two mm-hmm. hundredth episode. Yep. Just retroactively do each of those. Early twenty twenty two. I think is where our two hundredth episode mm-hmm. is going to land. <laughs> Just got a notification today that the Slater Kinney show that I had tickets to has been scheduled oh. for August 2021. Wow. And uh, is that even going to happen? Who knows? <laughs> I mean, I imagine some August is going to happen. Oh, the August? Yeah, yeah, yeah. certainly. Slater Kinney and Wilco <laughs> have my doubts at this point. Just found out I'm going to be teaching virtually uh, for the first oh, semester. Nice. Was just in- informed that, I, that that was uh, going to be happening. I taught in person for four weeks this year a total of four weeks because i missed the first six weeks of school for other reasons boy what (sighs) a year it's been for you andy and now you're going to get to teach virtually which i can only imagine looks something like the uh virtual like wireframe city from like uh the inner workings of the computer and hackers yeah uh you're riding a skateboard sort of uh and just Really, well, really schooling those kids. You see the setup I've got right here where I've got, you know, a nice two, two nice size monitors. Mm-hmm. This one's 4K. Very hacker's ass. It's real easy on the eyes. What SPS district we all know and love. Mm. And, you know, I don't usually don't usually talk too much about that aspect of my job here. They're expecting me to do uh, to do the teaching uh, virtually from an 11 inch uh, laptop screen. Wow. It's going to be great. Was that 10 to be great? Yes, it's 1080p, <laughs> single monitor. It's going to be so good. And I'm fairly certain 
Well, the, the thing is, I, I have to go to the school building. I'm pretty sure that they're going to have us do it there so they can monitor our internet, internet activity. Mm. Nothing, nothing against that idea. But I'm like, just get some software and, and monitor me from my home. <laughs> please. Spy on me, District. Yeah, please. Thank you. I actually want to double back on this a little bit. Um, and I might need to run home. But internet activity can be monitored. <laughs> yes, Dan. <laughs> All right. I'm going to have to go to, I guess, my work real quick. <laughs> We've gotten emails before, like towards the end of the year. that are like, uh, we're seeing a lot of Netflix. Uh, so I think that, I think they may get Just ag- do it aggregate. On your phone. I think it's aggregate data. If I had to guess, is how is how how it's it's happening. So sure. like, okay, we see a lot of teachers are are using Netflix or processing data from Netflix. So please cut it down, <laughs> cut it down. I know it's <laughs> end of the year, but <laughs> wonder what those teachers are watching. What's hot among teachers? Andy? Chef's table. Well, I don't know. I just said that. <laughs> <laughs> they, they love food content. Uh, dark. <laughs> Playing some dark for the third graders. German show with uh, subtitles. Probably a lot of Lars von Trier. <laughs> Flicks, yeah, like you gotta okay. see what Phyllis and Stanley are up to let's, this week. Let's just get into this, Dan. I want to talk about something we've talked about before, maybe too much, but I want to talk about it again. Uh, dating apps. Now, you, you, it's been a long time since you used any dating apps because you're uh, no, notoriously happy in uh, your relationship for a long time. This will eventually be food related. I swear. So you're on, on the old hand crank dating apps. You had to wind them up yourself. Two things. And I've talked about one of them a little bit on Twitter. So many profiles mention Chipotle. Mm -hmm. I don't understand it. Chipotle as if it is a personality trait. I don't know. I don't understand. Mm. Um, And I've gotten to the point where I will never screen cap somebody's picture and send it. But I have a group text with my friends where I will screen cap text of Chipotle in a Tinder profile or something. And here's the second thing. You know how many... Uh, uh, you know, I, I look at the, pro, the women's profiles. Mm. A lot of women out there that are uh, their jobs are assistant to the regional manager mm. and um, must must love the office. So here's the thing, Andy. Uh huh. We should for a bonus episode, five dollars a month at towerclub.springfoodmo.com uh-huh. uh-huh. for uh, two bonus episodes every single month, half of which. Half of that money, not half of the episodes, although we could start donating some of these episodes too to the hungry and the Ozarks, but half of that money is going to go to the hungry and the Ozarks through Ozarks food harvest. (laughs) I think maybe for a tower club episode, Andy, you and I now I'm in a committed long-term relationship, but we still have dates. Yeah, we should do a Chipotle office double date not to, i mean not together i'm not going on a date with you and whatever you know millennial you're picking <laughs> up on the apps uh, uh but two separate uh, dates where we both get chipotle and uh watch an episode of the office which i don't think i've seen an episode of the office and since the office was on the television pretty good show oh it's yeah just absolutely like, great show. liking the office is not a personality trait i think the only form of media that should be a f- personality trait is spring food mo the yeah. podcast <laughs> and if that's a, a party if you put like inside jokes on spring food mo like looking for my chad chad shaw uh seeking <laughs> cold stone cream austin for my isabella rosalini <laughs> okay 
I suppose it's probably time that we should move on to our restaurant. Though we could just do this forever, and I'm sure people would love it very much. Rate oh, us yeah. five stars on iTunes. Uh, <laughs> you love how much we talk. Go ahead and write that in your review. Yeah, absolutely. And, and we don't love, be like the people who have given us one or two stars who I'd have love, specifically mentioned that we talk too much yeah, up front. I'd like this podcast more if they talked less. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> more silence. I think Dan and I have proven that we've, we've sat down with no plan Ugh. and talked for two hours straight. <laughs> It's, uh, I'm not going to refer to that as a skill, but it's a thing we are capable of doing without yep. any trouble at this point. <laughs> anyway, uh, we actually, you didn't choose this, and we don't need to reveal why it was, <laughs> it was a pretty convenient choice, but uh, we're doing Omo Japanese uh, soul food oh my this God. week, and it's about, oh, Dan, we did, this is the second episode recorded today, and it's, it's showing. Yeah, because we're so good and Do you want to take it again? You want to take that again? No, I was fine with fine, how it okay. landed. Let's learn a little bit about uh, Omo Japanese soul food right now. Omo, God. <laughs> oh. I'll swallow your soul. Come get some. Omo Japanese Soul Food in Chesterfield Village was originally founded by a woman named Ting Ting Lu. Her family was actually from China, but when Ting Ting was in high school, she would often travel to Japan to visit her mother, who was teaching there. That's when Ting Ting first fell in love with Japanese culture, specifically food culture. In April of 2017, Ting Ting told an interviewer from 417 Magazine that the Japanese people say there's soul in the food, which means that there's love and effort from the chef who made it. When Ting Ting decided to open her own restaurant, she knew it had to be a ramen shop. She loved visiting local ramen shops during her time in Japan and enjoyed the wide variety of flavors available in the soupy noodle bowls. Different regions of Japan serve different styles of ramen with various ingredients and toppings. Ting Ting also decided to incorporate some Americanized ramen styles also. She visited shops on the East and West Coasts, as well as in Florida and Texas, doing research to see which Americanized ramen techniques resulted in the most interesting tastes. And many interesting tastes there are at Omo Japanese Soul Food. There are no prefab noodle bowls. Customers have to make a series of decisions when they order. First, one must choose between thin Okinawa-style yakisoba noodles or the thicker udon noodles. Then, there are four different types of broth into which those noodles can be submerged, followed by nine protein options. Omo also serves customizable stir-fry noodle bowls as well as numerous bento-style Omo box dishes, plus sushi, rice bowls, and curry. It's a huge menu, and it all sounds awesome.
As of December 2019, it appears as if Ting Ting Lu is no longer involved with Omo and that the restaurant is now owned and operated by Hong and Jae Yoong, who also run Little Korea on National as well as the former Jin's and Mama's Korean restaurants on Campbell. So Omo is a Japanese soul food restaurant started by a Chinese woman and now owned by a Korean family in the middle of a sprawling planned community in Southwest Missouri. A kind of uniquely Midwestern Pan-Asian dining experience. I got a hankering my tummy tells brain what I need Maybe some light sushi Maybe ramen you don't see weed What I would love to eat Is chicken fried up with wasabi the noodles and the steam, yeah. Make it sting my nostrils, please. Where I go is to a more. I got to, got to, got to slurp the bowl. When I'm done, I'm satisfied. I'm gonna give you my. That was very last second then. Wow, Andy, yeah. that came out great. Hey, and thank you. What a, what a great song to begin with. I, I you know, it, it comes on and it just, uh, it, it, it really lights up that uh, little nostalgia light in my head. Look, I like that song. That's yeah, a good song. And I like your cover, Andy. Hadn't done one of those in a long time. No, it's been a yeah. minute. I miss them. I, I sang it live. <laughs> 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 anyway, Omo Japanese Soul Food in Chesterfield Village. Dan, have you spent much time in Chesterfield Village? I, I pretty much only ever went there to go to the palace. The exception earlier this year when you and your brother and I went to that, uh, whatever that bar was called over there. Well, if there was one place you were going to visit on in Chesterfield Village, it was the Palace Theater. Mm -hmm. it, it was kind of built around it there. I don't, I don't know when the palace was erected, but I feel like this kind Early of sprung on, up yeah. around it. Like it was an off the highway spot and then this village came to be a lot of like nursing facilities in the Chesterfield village area. Weirdly, mm -hmm. and I think probably an older crowd around there aside from the lofts. I think the lofts have definitely injected some younger blood into the yeah. area. Now we were hanging out around there last night and you see a lot of younger people there and I don't mean any offense to anyone who does live there because friends live there, but it sort of has the feeling of a retirement community to me. The way the buildings are laid out and that kind of thing, and maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong. It's very walkable, yeah. and you do see a lot of uh, let's say geriatric folks walking about the area, uh, walking walking their pets and stuff. I I think it's pretty heavily yeah. trafficked by that age group. I'm a notorious people watcher. Some people might might say mm -hmm. a and creep. La <laughs> no. <laughs> Notorious I, I people watcher. Notorious people watcher <laughs> means arrested for peeping Tomery. <laughs> there was a young couple that walked by like seven times last night with their dog, just like mm -hmm. yeah. doing laps around the great the place. walking area. Yeah. Really, that's all. Just saw a couple walking a dog. That's it. <laughs> spend spend a lot of time in Chesterfield Village. Yeah. 
Of course, this is our second Chesterfield Village restaurant we've covered. The first being Bao Bao. Wow. My favorite, wow. still my favorite Chinese place in town. Maybe there might be some competition, but I'm not going to get into that. It's real good, though. The, at this Bao, state. Bao Bao, you, you, you really can't miss with Bao Bao. No. Uh, there's also the uh, Black Sheep. Want some strong opinions on that? Check last week's episode. Mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> So, Omo Japanese soul food. I mean, famously, we've never covered any ramen restaurants for the show. Uh-huh. We do, I, I actually don't even know if you can get ramen elsewhere in town. So, it's kind of like a, <laughs> a special thing in that way. Uh-huh. They used to have the seafood and cabbage pancakes up Whoa. there, too. I tried to order one. I think I was looking at an old menu on Z menus mm-hmm. or one of these garbage websites. <laughs> uh, but they told me that they don't have them anymore. Huh. Really? Mm. Really ruined my whole experience. Zero stars. <laughs> wow. Well, I had been once before, right after they opened. I think I read about it in Table Talk. Uh, R.I.P. Except not really. Mm. It just doesn't written by the same person anymore. So R.I.P. Yeah. Um, Unless the new person wants to come on the show, <laughs> she has been invited and did not respond. <laughs> well, R.I. Freaking P. Then um, she seems very, she seems really cool. Yeah, doesn't seem that cool. Uh, wow. She's not okay. Respond to your text. She writes all of the food stuff for four and seven now. She's it seems like a very overworked person, and it wasn't a text. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I had been there because I read about it in a uh, four and seven magazine and or on the table talk newsletter, mm-hmm. and uh, went and thought it thought it was fine whenever I tried it. But I think I got a bento box and got like chicken katsu, which is like one of the most you know boring things you can you can try sure. at, at any at any Asian restaurant. It's kind of like what you get for grandma. <laughs> when you go so i I wasn't adventurous on my first trip and i felt like i was very adventurous let's let's get into that uh wasabi chicken i was wondering why you were singing about chicken cooked in wasabi because the chicken i had was not cooked in wasabi (laughs) yeah i was like what are you talking about it's yeah i think i just (laughs) took some liberties with the uh, lyrics there because it's not cooked with wasabi it's like a thin sticky wasabi sauce uh, that maybe even has a little bit of a mintiness to it too. It's not a very strong minty flavor. Still green though. It gives you just a little bit of the the nostril burn, just a sure. little uh, enough to to know that you're getting a wasabi flavor, but it's not intense like just taking a shot of it straight to the tongue, which is like how I do it. You know, yeah, wake up uh, in the morning, absolutely. I just snort it. Uh huh. Like Steve-O. Yeah. Oh, does he you, do that? That is a very famous <laughs> bit. <laughs> okay. Dude, I was almost going to have to not edit. It's the name of a show <laughs> and what you call a donkey. You could say it in the Bible. We can say it on a show. Oh, there's a lot of stuff in the Bible you can't say. Oh, man. Check out, check out Song of, which, of Solomon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's where I was going. I was going to say I was getting a little hot and steamy <laughs> the other night to some love, Song of Solomon. Love a goat woman. <laughs> Read it for context. Wow, what happened? This <laughs> <laughs> so I got mine to go, so I didn't get it as a bento box. It just comes as like three styrofoam boxes. So one of them I just labeled fried box, mm. which apparently is the fried vegetables. There's fried onions. Uh, they're onion rings. Sounds great. <laughs> onion rings, couple of those. There's a fried shrimp in there. One single big piece of fried broccoli and one big fried <laughs> carrot slice. Weird. Breaded fried. Fried. Carrot. Breaded fried. Like the fried broccoli reminds me of a uh, pakora from from like Indian cooking. It is like that. I'd say the batter is just a little bit lighter than that. The the batter you can see through is you could tell that it was broccoli. Kind of a pakora tempura. Yes, it's definitely tempura battered, so it's it's light. Um, And would you say it's kind of like a pakora? Really crispy. (laughs) 
really crunchy and delicious. Well, uh, let, let's beam up to the hollow deck and ask uh, Ohura. No. Deep fried chicken. The breading's a little soft on the chicken for my taste, but it's still really good. It had a nice flavor. It was a little airy. It had puffy like a beer batter. Uh, it wasn't like crispy or crunchy, really, but the chicken itself was high quality, like white meat, tender, no gristle at all. Sauce is great, thin, sticky, like a light, like kind of like a light salad dressing. A little sweet, just a hint of citrus in there, too. Wasabi flavor, just the right level. Subtle, but always present. You could feel like a little clean mint feeling in the nostrils along with the regular. Was this like uh, a mixed green and spinach salad? Yes. My girlfriend also got this with, her, with hers. Yeah, I don't know how we switched to salad in the middle of my talking about the wasabi chicken, but okay. <laughs> the salad's pretty good. It's a real decent fresh. Like all the veggies, uh, all the lettuce in there was fresh. They weren't lettuce. It was like arugula and yeah. that kind of thing. But yeah, it's good. It's real like it. simple. I didn't like it. You didn't all. like it? Yeah. Mm. I was getting little bits of it and eating it with my chicken. thought that was pretty tasty too. Um, and th they serve the, the chicken on top of the rice. So, so the wasabi uh, sauce will drip down there into the rice too. And it gets a real nice, uh, real nice mix of textures there. Kind of wish the breading had been crispier. You know, I'm always complaining about that. Um, I would have really, I think I would have really loved this dish. I did love it. I think I, it would have been like a top tier dish in town for me if the chick, if the breading had been a little bit crispier. Shake your I, fist to God at the breading. <laughs> I'm almost glad it 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 isn't great because then I would have to choose between that and mm, Bao Bao. Yep. You know, Bao Bao, famously trip. very good breading. Got did, some real breading. Did you try any of the bento boxes? I did not. Okay. Edamame. What can you say about edamame, really? Um, well, you can say you wish it had more seasoning on the outside because this was just straight up eating beans and uh, pretty bland. <laughs> not much happening there. Salad, real simple. Spinach arugula, like we talked about. Creamy dressing, dressing, fresh, clean taste. Nothing extraordinary, but served its purpose, I felt like. Let's talk about this rice. It's white rice. They, don't, they may do fried rice here, but I didn't try any fried rice. Real sticky, clumpy. It's mostly textural, not a ton of flavor to it, but uh, pretty good, pretty decent. I, I mean, one of my dishes was a rice bowl. I mm. thought it was perfectly fine. Collected up all that sauce real nice. Yep. I, I also don't think it was fried. Wasn't super oily. Didn't leave any uh, residue in, 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 the, in the bowl, any of that oil residue. I, I thought it was real good. What was your side option? You get a spring roll, crab rangoon. I went crab rangoon for of course mine, you did. of course. Tell us about that. Oh, boy, Andy. These crab rangoons, they are four pieces, deep fried, with a house S-lime mayonnaise. So I don't know if it's supposed to be a play on lime or slime, excuse me. But I, I don't know why you would call it that. I don't know what the S is. It was it certainly for silly. Silly, oh, yeah, lime. silly lime mayonnaise. It definitely the mayonnaise seemed like maybe Japanese Kewpie mayonnaise with a little squeeze of lime. These were fantastic, mm. Andy. Real little guys a la your creation just bite size but super crabby flavor and i've never had a crab rangoon served with like a creamy sauce mm. I, I thought it was that's, fantastic that's smart. Yeah. yeah it was really really good and the sauce almost had like a uh i don't know almost a kind of sweet onion tang to it like a little bit sure. the, the the crab rangoon was not sour in the in the least mm. it was definitely on the savory side of a crab rangoon so this added that little slight pungentness to it really really good i loved these yeah that's awesome would that sounds, get again sounds wonderful i got a spring roll 
the very light wrapping, several thin layers wrapped around, had a really nice crunch because that sort of reminded me of uh, phyllo dough in that way. You don't, I don't feel like you see a lot of spring rolls where they sure. have the real thin wrapping with several layers. This is rich. It almost had a buttery flavor on the inside. It had almost like a Southern American flavor more than an Asian flavor. Mm, biscuits and gravy. Spring mm, roll. Oh. Not, not quite. Oh, my Had some shredded, shredded carrots and like those really ultra-thin, tr- tiny, translucent noodles on the inside. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was good. I really like this a lot. That was a good spring roll. I'd say there's some of the best flavored crab rangoons in town. Like, easily, just way, way up there. Would love to hear the opinion of our crab rangoon consulate mm-hmm. of, of course, Verena. Mm-hmm. Um, our, gotta get uh, her back on the show. <laughs> I maybe went to Chesterfield a bunch of times this week. <laughs> so many times. I want to make it clear. This is a socially distant birthday party mm-hmm. out on the lawn with chairs far apart, etc. Crystal fire. Huh? A, a crystal fire. Uh, that was my uh, fourth or fifth trip to Chesterfield and my second on Friday. Well, <laughs> it's, I mean, it's not a short drive. Three times a week, you're headed up to Life 360 for services, uh, non-socially distant. Oh. Here's the problem <laughs> with the name Life 360. Wow. I think it's about I think it's supposed to suggest something about turning your life around. Uh-huh. 360 degrees is all the way around, so you're just going to be back to sinning. I don't want to go to church with a bunch of sinners. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I would really look for? Uh, a death 180. Talk about resurrection. Well, I, I just picture every every service over there at Life 360. The the bell dings to let you out, as it does at the end of a service. They ring a big bell. Uh, and then what? everybody just <laughs> congregates right over to Schultz and Dooley's, grabs the wedge mm. salad over there. That is brews. a Simpsons joke. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it is a very funny Simpsons joke. Wow. Okay. I'm as funny as the Simpsons. Sure, that's exactly that's what I meant. There's just one Simpson. All right. I thought the California roll was uh, pretty bland. It's fine. Just It's a sauce delivery device, and unfortunately, I didn't have any sauce. I had to pour my own soy sauce from my house, and uh, it was good. It was fine. It, it was... It was okay. Sauce delivery device. You gotta do the drop again, Andy. Oh wait, well, you know we haven't talked about anything Dan tried. So Dan, the why don't you get into what work you tried? If you don't do the drop after. That's right. Go ahead, Dan. <laughs> um, dun, dun, dun. Thank you. <laughs> uh, now, Andy, you said something earlier that uh, I don't. It's a. Uh, it might have hurt my feelings a little bit. So uh, here to join us for this uh, dish is uh, Grandma Howell. Hi, Grandma Howell. I got the chicken katsu. Don't <laughs> worry. <laughs> so I could have it without my gums. <laughs> Thank you, Grandma Howell. <laughs> How'd she like it? Uh... I don't know. I can't get her back up the stairs here. <laughs> uh, I have to go down to Green Lawn and ask her. They're not here. Okay. Howells, I'm assuming in some Green Lawn, uh, Swift is back in back in the homelands in Billings. I'm doxing myself. You're going to have to bleep out my mom's maiden name. <laughs> she doxed your grandparents' <laughs> yeah. graves. Andy, I got the chicken katsu Donberry. I didn't know that it was a grandma dish as you so. Sorry brutally just read me for 
I, I I don't think I'd ever had chicken katsu, and I, oh, okay. I it, it sounded pretty tasty. Japanese style deep fried chicken with house sweet sauce in a rice bowl. Uh, the actual sauce of it all, I would compare most closely to like a bourbon chicken flavor with a kind of slight umami kick. Maybe it was just from that piece of seaweed that is mm. laid delicately on top of I think every single one yeah. of their dishes. Yep. Uh. But I, I like the sauce flavor a lot. I'm a big fan of bourbon chicken. It maybe wasn't quite as sticky as it, but uh, also wasn't like just a out and out soy sauce or tamari flavor, mm. which I was real happy with. Uh, the actual chicken breast was lovely. I, it wasn't crispy at all. Could have been the travel because I did take it from Chesterfield Village to my home. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, it was traveling for a little bit. But it also didn't feel like it was ever crispy at any point. Yeah. It's kind of just a soft fry. But I really like that. They also broke an egg on top of it mm. and kind of cooked the egg on top of that actual sliced chicken That's breast. Cool. So you get some bites that have like egg whites and some with some hard uh I was gonna say egg yellows. <laughs> <laughs> nice. The yolks, mm-hmm. of course. And it's all yolks. Um, yeah, I thought that this was really, really good. I don't have a whole lot special to say about it. Uh, beyond, I would definitely get it again. And after Andy said that, I totally agree. It is kind of a grandma dish. There's not a whole lot going on there as far as like unique flavors or anything. But for a kid or grandma, or if you're just wanting something like m- more akin to like cashew chicken in that it's just chicken rice and hot uh this was very lovely let's get into some ramen ramen on empty spicy ramen with tofu was my ramen (laughs) order uh the broth is is red and has those oily bubbles on the top it was still steaming even when i got home um it was, i I liked it. It, it the taste was pretty uncomplicated a lot of time to get these brothy dishes the flavor is really complex. This was just just hot, salty oil. Now, just a little, you said you went for the heat. spicy broth? Spicy broth, okay. yeah. Um, just mostly tasted salty. Those I got it with the udon noodles. So those are thick. They're a little, they were moist um, even whenever you would take them out. You know, because I, you whenever you do take out, they give you the broth and everything separately. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I had the tofu in a separate box and I tried the tofu on its own. And man, this is some bland tofu mm. it had you know it, it had no crispiness it was just soft and it disintegrated into the broth too which like isn't the point of yeah. the protein substitute to have some sort of texture i mean we we really don't have any point of comparison for like a like a crispier tofu within a ramen it almost would like a smoky holds taste. up really well and like has a ton of flavor yeah. uh so i don't think you can yeah. hold that against them those udon noodles thick moist they were a little tough what I'm saying is this this wasn't my favorite. I enjoyed the oily, salty taste of the broth, but that that was pretty much sure. it. There there wasn't a lot to this actually. There was a, a few um some like julienned vegetables in mm-hmm. there, some corn. Uh, I I wasn't I wasn't that into this. I wish I'd have liked it more. And maybe some of the other broths I would have liked better, but this just wasn't for me. Apparently there's also bamboo shoot in there and you get the classic fish cake. Mm. Oh, there's uh, one fish cake. Yeah, one fish cake, pretty thinly cut, which is fine. I don't really like the fish cake. And then you get that seasoned soft boiled egg as well. What do you mm. think about? It? I mean, you're not an egg guy. Just you fine. like a softer hard boiled egg. 
Uh, in in ramen, sure, sure, and it was okay. I've come and to a hard boiled egg later later in my life. Really disgusted by them as a kid because they smell like well, you know what they smell like. But I really love them now. Love a hard boiled egg. Love a deviled egg. We've discussed it mm-hmm. on the show, folks. <laughs> Andy looks so disappointed. No, I'm not disappointed. That's got a text from your brother. Yeah, I know. We both got that yeah. text. In Happy birthday, poster. Zach. As we record today, oh, it's your yeah. brother Zach's birthday. Wow. Previous guest for our Schultz and Dooley's episode. Mm-hmm. We've covered three restaurants in That's, Chesterfield. That's right. Wow. Absolutely. He sent us uh, the, the poster for the Pearl Jam show that we didn't get to go to because it got canceled slash postponed we have no idea they still have our money and have told us nothing <laughs> yep and he already <laughs> knows this by the time he's listening but i got him uh, that a uh, radiohead puzzle that oh. uh, that they released whenever quarantine started doesn't actually ship until the 31st so Zach, yeah, you know just a cool 20 more days and you'll be getting that at your house <laughs> happy birthday zach and thank you for supporting our show oh it's yes. really cool you. No, seriously thank you so so show. much for your support for the you, show, buddy. Zach. okay Omo Japanese snum. I love him more. (laughs) 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 My girlfriend also got the chicken curry, and I don't think that she was super wowed by it. Uh, Was a little disappointed by the excess of potatoes. Also didn't really like that it didn't. It just came with that little amount of rice and had the salad. Just just give me all the rice. I got the, the tonkatsu pork broth ramen with shrimp mm-hmm. went okinawa style kind of wanted to try the soba noodles but really just wanted to get the classic ramen sure. the pork broth is the first thing listed on the menu there went with shrimp and was totally disappointed i i have pretty much the same feelings as andy here the pork broth was super light like a, a yellow broth mm. and uh i don't know maybe i was just expecting something a little darker uh something a little oilier had had almost none of the oil that i come to expect from a ramen broth um really was not into the vegetable situation the corn i think is I, I just, I mean, I'm not going to say anything's not traditional or anything because I don't know, mm-hmm. but I didn't like the flavor of the corn and the broth. And then the shrimps were just perfectly fine. N- n- no real flavor shrimps. I feel like sometimes shrimps just don't get seasoned because they are tasty as is and uh, shrimps are great, but uh, they definitely could have used a little. I, I Yeah, I didn't like the ramen at all. I, I really liked the katsu bowl, but just was I, I had recently had somebody tell me that they prefer this ramen to another ramen place in town, which I've never heard of. Yeah, um, certainly not been to. But I don't. Yeah, I don't get that. I I respectfully disagree. Yeah, with that person. You know, unrelatedly, it's probably a good time to mention that Whip Delights once again gave us some free food this week. Oh it was my goodness! Delicious. Yeah, let's just. I mean, some let's just get into gravy. an ad ba- break yeah, here. No uh, ad. Just vegan thank biscuits you again. and gravy. If you give us free food, we will talk about it on the show. I tried one more thing. Uh, stir fry soba noodles with pork belly. They wow. do stir fry bowls also, and you get to pick this kind of noodles that you want. It's kind of like uh, similar to the ramen dishes, except they fry it up with a bunch of oil and there's no broth. I ordered mine high spice. Mm. They had three spice levels. I believe it's no spice, low spice, and high spice. And uh, much like my deodorant, I went with, with, with the high spice. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's right. I love the spicy, spicy pit. 
(laughs) (laughs) Well, this looked beautiful when I opened it up. Uh, It had this orangey hue with loads of veggies. I mean, this was a big old mess in the best way. Uh, Thin, fatty, chopped slices of pork belly, crispy on the edges, chewy in the middle. Um, Very saucy. Tasted like a sweet general chicken sauce. Uh, just a little bit of heat. I mean, this was not a high spice dish. I'm not going to go through the whole rant, but uh, it was not that spicy, but it did have some heat to it, which is great. And uh, this was fantastic. I mm. thought this was awesome. I was not exactly surprised, but I was thrilled to be tasting something this good after my expectations have been lowered a little bit. This was the last thing that I tried of the th- three different items that I got. <laughs> and uh this, yeah, it was awesome. The It was $8.99 for a portion that could feed a family. I was able to eat, like, I would say two-fifths of this. It was so much food. Yeah. Highly recommend people try this out. I think I must like the yakisoba noodles a lot more than I like the udon noodles. I suspect that I would have liked the ramen with yakisoba more if I'd have gotten that. But this this was a special dish. I really enjoyed it. Uh, Love these stir-fry soba noodles. Thought this was great. Let's get into uh, rating. How many uh, souls would you rate uh, Omo? Japanese soul food. Wow. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and give this place a 3.5. 3.5 souls. There's two different things that I've never had anything quite like. The wasabi chicken I thought was really good, even if I had my own little issues with it. Also really enjoyed that yakisoba bowl a lot. This mm. is a good option. Due to its proximity to another place close by, if I'm on that side of town, I don't know if this, is, this would be my top choice necessarily. What, but bow bow? 3.5 for Omo Japanese soul food from me. Wow. Dan Howell, let's just skip you today. How about I just not go at all? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Andy, gonna have to drop a big fat three on him, actually. Mm. Rarely am, am I the am I the low the low man, but I uh, didn't love my low main. That's not low main, and I shouldn't. Yakisoba. Uh, I didn't try the yakisoba, of course, Andy. Uh, yeah, yeah, I just, uh, I'll get the katsu again. I, I find myself in the Chesterfield area every once in a while, and uh, it's definitely better than black sheep. Mm. Oh, yeah, much better. Which sucks. <laughs> that does wrap up our episode here, Andy, and uh, I just want to. Uh-oh. It appears that someone's knocking on the door. Come on in. Hey, guys, let me in. Come on in. Hey, guys, let me in. You're, the door is unlocked. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Hi. Uh, <sighs> do do we know you or? Can I talk now? Yeah, please. Oh man. Oh, you. I see. You also have a pausing issue. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just trying to catch my breath from running up on these stairs. There is an <sighs> elevator. No, that's out of service. Uh, famously, uh, oh. I, I think I passed a grandma on my way up here. Well, you know, maybe. <laughs> Just maybe there's some sort of conspiracy there. Oh, are you a, are you into conspiracy theories? Funny you should ask, like, Andy. Like my last remaining high school friend. I am a bit into conspiracy theories. Okay. I mean. I am too. We have a segment about it on the show, remember? We're not broadcasting on the airwaves right now, are we? Air, on the airwaves? No. Okay, good. No. Because we don't want the government getting a hold of any of this. Oh, you're a fan. Oh, yeah. Big fan. Especially, you know. The fruit fly stuff? The bio segments. Hey, wow. That's you and like one guy I used to work with, and that's it. <laughs> yeah. 
I like I like the music. I'm not really into the actual history of it, but it gets my <laughs> gets my toe tapping. You like the little musical puns that no one gets? No, I'm usually not paying enough attention to those. <laughs> okay. What are you here for? Well, it's funny you should ask. Is it? I hope so. I'm laughing. <laughs> 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 well, I heard the Captain Springfield was going to be in the building today. I had to get connected with no, him. Uh, I don't know where you got that information, but uh, Spring Food Mo, uh, the podcast, has no connection whatsoever to Captain Springfield, uh, past, present, or future. That's fine. That's perfect, actually. It's kind of like whenever a president leaves office, that's whatever. It's they, they really get to do the important stuff, you know, the stuff that not going to get weighed down by pardon their friends, that kind of thing. Bipartisan uh, thought police, you know, pardon their friends. Pardon me. More like it. Did you do something bad? I'm talking. Don't interrupt me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Being inquisitive is now an interruption. Yeah, and you just showed up in the tower. So maybe don't police how Andy runs the show. Did you shut your mouth too, piggy boy? <laughs> okay, well, I don't I don't really care for that. Like I mentioned, I think that there's some conspiracies going What's on. What's your name? Curtis. <laughs> Curtis. Conspiracy Curtis. Uh, how did you get in the building, Curtis? I, man, I know all the doors to all the buildings. I know where to find them. They're usually at the bottom, first floor. <laughs> People don't know that type of stuff, though. <laughs> Only the guys that read, like me, conspiracy guy. So, you guys aren't ever going to believe this. So, you know, you know the water comes out of the sink. Yes. I mean, I see some of it, and you got a glass of the stuff right over there, Andy. Yeah. I went through a Brita filter first, but yeah. Oh, my God. So, this water, you have no clue. It's cold. It's a good way to you know, you put it in the fridge. Yeah, there's no other way to get water cold. No, not really. Not from the tap. Dan, Dan, you love you love lukewarm water, not not cold water. What, what do you think of this man's disparaging comments about your ideology? I I'm not very happy with what he said about me, but I you know I just I just want the man to get it out. You know, speak your truth. Thanks, Dan. If I'm really speaking my truth, I'm more of a Dan guy, actually. I really wish I was, you'd get around to speaking a little bit more of the okay, truth, Curtis. Jeez. I mean, you know, we're just all hanging out. Like, no, what are we on a time crunch or something? Curtis, what is your last name? Uh, Schmo. Curtis Schmo. That's exactly right. <laughs> and I didn't exactly want that out there. Uh, but yeah, as long as you guys promise this isn't going out over the airwaves. Not over the airwaves, no. Thanks. I appreciate it. So the government, you know these guys? I technically work for a branch of the government. No freaking way. Yeah. What? I mean, school system. The what? The school system. That's Springfield Public Schools. Man, you're talking gibberish to me. Let me get okay. into this, though, because I'm ahead. about to freak your freaking bean. <laughs> okay, dudes. So you're not going to believe this. I wake up every morning and then get this. First thing I do is go toilet. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but that's like it's my body there, yeah. is begging me. You're not going to believe this, guys. The government's taking this toilet water, and they're cleaning it. They're filtering it. <laughs> And then that's going back to our natural water sources, and some of it 
We're drinking. Yeah. You're drinking it right now. I mean, I, I don't drink water at all. This is a big time conspiracy theory. The government's taking all our water that we poop and pee in and they're making it clean for us to drink. <laughs> well, yeah, they're, they're putting their secret government chemicals in there, throwing it. I don't think this like like fluoride. Yeah. Okay, so you know. Yeah. I didn't know that we were like minded conspiracy folks. <laughs> yeah, this conspiracy. Well, what should we do about this? Well, first of all, stop drinking water altogether. I mean, that's got to go. If it's coming it from this toilet know. water. And I know what you're thinking. What about the natural resources? What about lake water? What about a bottle of Fiji? That comes from Fiji. Well, you guys aren't ever going to believe this. You know where fish do their toilet? <laughs> In little tiny toilets. So what should we drink? Yeah, there's milk, obviously. You know, the like cows drink water, and that water partially comes out as the milk, right? Yeah, I mean, it goes through the natural cow filtering system as God intended. <laughs> cow filtration. Yeah, the cow drinks the water. You drink it to milk. <laughs> you drink it to milk. <laughs> you pee out the water. Cow drinks it up again. Okay. So this is more healthy than... A highly regulated. Uh, yeah, government I'm not, I'm not talking about health or anything. I'm just saying you're not drinking poop and pee. So we should all just buy cows and use only milk for hydration. Hey, man, if that's the only way you can think to get milk, sure. <laughs> Whatever floats your boat, dude. I could think of a few other ways. Go down to the milkman store, pay him the twenty twenty five dollars, gives you a gallon of milk. Yeah, but can you trust your milkman? Oh my god. You just freaked my freaking bean, dude. <laughs> I didn't even think that maybe this milk guy, he's with the government. <laughs> I, I mean, dairy farms get significant amounts of subsidies. They do? Yeah. From who? The gov. Oh, my God. This goes deeper than I ever could have thought. Now, I don't know how you guys know all this stuff, but uh, I'm sure you're probably wondering how I got the inside scoop on... Oh, you know, yeah, I would love the to know. The government's secret plans to clean all our water and feed it back to us. <laughs> How'd you find out? Well, so you guys are never going to believe this, and it's funny you ask. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I learned all this stuff because I was a part of an elite group of children. Okay. Uh huh. Now, these children, we all would get together in this big building. <laughs> And we'd go back and forth to classes. An elite group of adults taught us all these freaking secrets. They taught us secrets about maths, history of the world, history of our country, science, gym secrets, even dumb like English and books. <laughs> uh, well, what was this building? This building have a name? Well, I mean, it, was it was it Sequiota? <laughs> hey, how'd you know that? Well, <laughs> I mean, for the first couple of years, but then this elite group of children, we lost some, we gained some others, ended up at Pershing, <laughs> another very secret facility here in the Ozarks <laughs> that teaches about all the big government conspiracies. They had like tall units where you could put your possessions and stuff in the in all the books that held the secrets. And then after a couple <laughs> years of that went to Glendale Secret Place. 
and they taught did, me all did the you secrets. know dan i'm pretty sure those are the same school i mean same secret buildings dan went to what dan you went to secret building too uh yeah high school yeah i, I went to high school at glendale oh man this runs deeper than i ever <laughs> could have thought are you guys saying that you all went to one of these secret buildings? I, I actually did go to Sequiota for a couple of years as well. You're a part of this elite schools. group of children. Uh-huh. There's a reason why we're all here together today, man. We got to bring down the government conspiracy to stop putting poops in our <laughs> water, dude. You know what? I'm going to do my part. I'm not going to use toilets anymore. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's smart. I mean, I would say just avoid the water altogether. <laughs> don't drink it. Don't toilet in it. <laughs> hey, man, thanks so much. Well, I really appreciate it, and I, I just hope that we can all work together. Yep, Crystal Quaid, go on Spring Food Mo. Topple down this <laughs> evil government empire that's cleaning our water and all that stuff. Thanks you for coming, Curtis Schmo. Well, hey, it's been good, but uh, you is there like a cot here that I could stay on? Yeah, sure, why not? Hey, thanks. There's a cot right there in the corner. Well, I guess I'll just go to sleep then. Good night. He kept the mic and he's he's holding it with the force of a death grip. Well, we only have three mics, so I guess I'll just snuggle up with Andy and we'll we'll use the same mic for the end segment of the show, mm-hmm. which okay. I think right now. could start any moment. Yeah, I mean, you can find me on the Spring Food Mo podcast. I don't, is, we should start <laughs> plugging <laughs> stuff should, more yeah. at the end, Andy. If you like the show, Tell your friends about it. Maybe a little personal message on Facebook. Yeah, maybe tell them about the great Twitter. character segment that we have at the Text end. Text them. Text. You, you mm-hmm. know what? You like food and you like things that are stupid. Mm-hmm. You might like this dumb food podcast. Actually, uh, former guest Shay Rainey just a couple days ago texted me a picture of somebody recommending our podcast online somewhere. Wow, that's In some great. sort of forum. I, I couldn't figure out where it was from. I need to dig a little deeper on that, it's but thank you so much for... For people who like bad stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it was on somethingawful.com. <laughs> anyway, thank you everyone for listening. Alright, everyone have a good week. Join the Tower Club if you, if you feel like it. We're going to talk about corn on Friday. Wow. And not the good kind that's a band. Goodbye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Spring Food Mo. We really appreciate it. If you'd like to hear two bonus episodes per month, join the Spring Food Mo Tower Club. Go to towerclub.springfoodpod.com. On one episode, we talk about whatever, and on the other, we review all the new restaurants in town. Joining the Tower Club is only $5 a month. Half of that helps us put on the podcast, and the other half is donated to Ozarks Food Harvest to help fight hunger in the Ozarks. So you're saying listeners can donate money to a good cause and get two more episodes of our dumb show? That's what I'm saying, Dan. $5 a month at towerclub.springfoodpod.com. Cool. Thanks for the money. <laughs> Spring Food Media.